0: Hello, I'm Joseph Michelli, organizational psychologist and customer experience professional. If you're at all like me, these unusual days are starting to run together. And as this health and economic crisis widens and endures, many of the business leaders reaching out to me are becoming increasingly anxious and in some cases immobilized. I don't want that to happen to you. So I'm starting this series, which I call... Break the glass. It's action time. Irrespective of your age, none of us has faced a challenge of this type on this scale in our businesses and our personal lives. And as such, there is no clear path through the coronavirus maze. Of course, that won't stop bad actors from trying to exploit fear by guaranteeing you that they have the magic system, plan or product to assure your physical or financial health. Beware of quick fixes or gurus who swagger as if they know the way. Now that said, there are some behaviors that will do more harm than good and others that will position you and your business with momentum to attack a post-COVID-19 world. Each installment of this series will explore one of the following constructive behaviors. Listening to the needs and pain of your team and customers. Letting people know if and when you're open. Offering value through thought leadership and kindness and nurturing relationships. This week, let's focus on listening to the needs and pain of your team and customers. I have been surprised at how quickly some owners and leaders and managers have lost their focus on the people who created their success. Those leaders certainly prioritized team members and customers when business was good, but due to panic prompted by threats of business survival, many of them have focused on self-preservation leading to self-absorption. It's understandable that people will narrow their focus in crisis, but let me give you an example of how extreme this can get by excerpting an email sent by a national restaurant chain to its loyalty club members. I won't name the restaurant brand out of respect, but you'll clearly see how this communication has nothing to do with the needs of the customer. and. Every everything to do with the needs of the brand. The subject line of the email reads, we need you. After mentioning that it's been a difficult time all over the country, the email goes on to note that local businesses like theirs are in desperate need of support from our local communities. And as a member of our loyalty program, we're calling on you to support your local restaurant in our brand. Please consider reaching out and placing a carryout order today, or maybe calling them for a catering order to bring to your local business. Any support that you can give us will be greatly appreciated. Now, while some customers will surely surely respond to that call to action, I suspect this brand would have approached this communication quite differently if they hadn't focused on themselves in what they refer to as a time of desperate need. What if they would have focused on the desperate needs of their customers and then positioned their service as a possible solution to meet their customers' needs? Since I'm using a restaurant as an example, I'll contrast it with an approach of a client of mine that I praised recently. That positive example is Sonny's Barbecue. Now, Sunny's has literally reached out to some of its Q Club members, that's their loyalty community, by phone after those customers placed a recent online order. I've participated in making those calls, so let me give you a firsthand account of how these calls go. I'll alter the name of the customer for his privacy, but otherwise, this is how the call went. Hello, John, I'm Joseph Michelli. I'm part of the senior leadership team at Sunny's Barbecue Restaurant, and I want to personally thank you for buying from our store in Largo, Florida. John says, I can't believe you're calling me. To which I said, John, we're grateful for your business. How was the experience and how are you weathering the times we're in? John goes on to talk about the impact of coronavirus on his family and expresses positives about his experience at curbside delivery. And he reports that he'll come back and visit Sonny's soon. I share with him that I'm glad he's safe and that he had a positive experience with Sonny's. I thank him for considering Sonny's again and also let him know this call was not made to drive a repeat purchase, but simply to say thank you. It's at this point in the call that John has magic happen. John cries and says, I can't believe you called me. I am nobody. To which I said, John, you are somebody. You are our customer. Thank you. Our job as leaders now is to rise above our own fear and uncertainty, to assure our team members and customers that they are somebody and truly matter to us. Many of us have said those words in the past, but now's the time to prove it through action, not by making them make you matter, by pressuring them to rescue you, but by making them matter. Please look for an installment of Break the Glass coming soon. And if you want to break the glass and reach out to me, you can do that. And I'll be glad to listen to your needs and your pain. I can be reached at josephmicelli.com slash contact. That's josephmicelli.com slash contact.